0: Welcome back to Life in 10. This is episode 42. Over the past, uh, I would say, week or so, maybe a couple of weeks, I've had several people you know, just reach out to me or in person, just uh, kind of out of nowhere, just ask if I was alright. Um, I mean, I, I guess I was maybe giving off an impression that I wasn't, but I didn't really even notice it. But even just yesterday, a buddy of mine was over and he asked me the same thing, just said, hey, you're doing all right. Now, I mean, as much as I appreciate that question and the fact that friends and family will be reaching, you know, kind of be willing to check on me, um, I mean, that in that and of itself is, I would say, it's pretty amazing. And I definitely appreciate it. But it did get me thinking and and wondering what kind of vibe I was giving off to other people. Obviously, unintentionally, Maybe here recently it's been on the negative side. But let me ask you this. Do you ever find yourself that you just kind of get into a funk? Like, kind of out of nowhere. You have this weird vibe that takes over your mood. And with, I mean, really little to no explanation of where it came from. Like nothing caused it that you know of? no one said anything, uh, nothing happened, it's just kind of there. Or maybe it did, I mean, maybe someone did say something, or something did happen. For me, to be and being honest, sometimes I get into these funks, it's probably like once every other month or so, month or so. it only lasts probably for about a day or two, but to be honest, it's been a long time since I've really last experienced this, and I wouldn't say I'm in that place right now, but I do want to kind of talk about this, especially since it's been brought to my attention that maybe I might be in it, <laughs> or I'm giving off that impression that I am. I know that I have allowed circumstances, problems, concerns, worries, issues, people push me into an I would say an odd place mentally. I'm not even really sure how to describe it, but I mean I would imagine there is a chance that many of you may be in this place at this moment. And we could I mean there's a very obvious thing going on right now, this virus and this quarantine. I mean it's taken a toll on people. It has on me at least, I know that. I mean, maybe you find yourself a little more irritable, or you find yourself getting frustrated quicker with simple things. Possibly you're quick to, to snap at your spouse or, or your kids. I'm not sure where you're at, but I feel like there's a good chance those of you listening might be experiencing some form of this. With everything that's going on. It's very understandable. Now some of us hide it better than others. I guess I haven't been hiding it very well recently. If that's where I'm at. But I would say usually I do. Most of us don't like to let people know. That we're in that kind of a mood. We want to press on. Like usual. Without really letting ourselves deal with the feelings that we have. Rolling around. On the inside. I mean, we certainly don't want people to know. Because then they, I mean, they may want to help. And to be honest, if we're honest with ourselves, we don't have any idea how to let them help. I mean, have you ever had someone ask, hey, you know, ask if if they could help you in any way? And you, I mean, you would say, I mean, probably. You want to say yes, but you don't really know what to tell them. You don't even really really need to know or know like how 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 can they help That's why I'd probably say you know, just send a prayer up for me Because at that point that's about all you really know what to tell them i mean i have I've been there we don't want pity at all. that's not I think what any of us are going for when we get in these funks. Maybe we want to just be left alone or it's may just be simply enough to know that someone is there a few years ago some of my closest friends and i took a trip to upstate new york into the mountains we did some hiking and camping i mean it's absolutely beautiful you know it was a great trip um with the with just hanging out with each other but also just being out in in nature like that on the way there, though, uh, my friend Dan drove to get things started, and he It was about a 14, 16 hour drive, something like that, and then, after he, we stopped and filled up, I took over. Now, as soon as I took over out of the I think it was about eight hours I drove, seven of them were in a torrential downpour. I mean, it was like a monsoon was hitting. I mean, as I was driving, I just kept waiting and waiting for the clouds to break so I could get some dry road to drive on. But it didn't come until about the end of my driving time. There were several several things I had to quickly put into play while I was driving. First, I had to slow down. I mean, you know what it's like to drive in the rain. It can create so many challenges. With just, I mean, honestly, the main and most important issue being that it's very hard to see with how much water is hitting your windshield. And especially if like a semi drives past and it starts spitting up all that onto your windshield, it just makes it difficult to see where you're going. Second thing I had to do, I had to be much more aware of what was going on around me. With the rain coming down like that, not... I mean, not everybody can see me approaching or someone could easily lose control. So I had to be much more aware of my surroundings or what was happening around me. Do a lot more of that defensive driving when you're in the rain because of what could possibly happen. And then third, I had to be much more patient. I mean, I couldn't drive. I was driving below the speed limit. I couldn't drive... Uh, you know, get up on anybody. I couldn't speed around or pull. I mean, I had to be very patient with my driving in order to make sure we were getting there safely. Clearly, I would have enjoyed the drive much more if the roads and skies were clear. But that wasn't in the carts for that day. So I had to wait until I got to a point where the weather changed. These same principles apply to us when we're in a funk. First thing is, you need to slow down. We are all so used to going a 100 miles an hour all the time. But I can attest to you that when you're in one of those moves, when you're in a mental funk, being busy is not your friend. It wears you out even more, and believe me when I say There's a chance that your busy life brought you to this breaking point to begin with. So why would you continue to live that lifestyle thinking that's going to help? Slow down. Reassess what's going on. Second, you have to be more, or we have to be more aware of what's going on around us. I don't need to name them off, but you already know that there are certain things that can keep you in a funk and there are certain things that can help you out. Be more aware of what you're doing and look to see if you might be feeding that mindset or you might be trying to change it. It's all based a lot on the decisions that we make. And then the third one, just be patient. Nothing lasts forever in most cases. So this funk you're in won't be there forever. Just like in my trip, keep your foot on the gas and keep pressing through that stormy weather. I know it sucks, and I know it would be better if everything was just clear, but that's not in the cards right now. Keep driving. And then you will eventually see the skies will clear. Now, I said this last week. If you haven't listened to the last episode, let's go back and listen to it. There's nothing wrong with you. We all go through these funks. The only thing that's wrong with you is that you're human. Being human is challenging and it brings with it new challenges every single day. Recognize the funk that you're in, accept it, and then endure through it. I promise you will make it through all of this. Never forget that you are absolutely loved and you are highly, highly valued. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next week.